Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. I came across, um, and admittedly this is a troubling topic and a troubling subject, something on The Federalist written by Haley McNamara, who's the VP of Strategy and Communications at the National Center on Sexual Exploitation. And she wrote a piece, and the headline is going to grab you right now because of the topic matter, your daughter's face could be hijacked for deep fake porn. And there are a lot of things that are going on right now on um, the Internet along these lines. And there's some stuff even that the Wall Street Journal covered a couple of days ago about Meta and Instagram not really doing a great job when it comes to rooting out some of the pedophiles. So it's frightening. It's disgusting. But Haley McNamara is with us tonight to talk about it. Hi, Haley. Welcome to 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. How are you? Great. Thanks for having me. Not really the party topic of conversation that you would ordinarily have with your friends, but this stuff is pretty important, and I think you should share with the audience some of the things that you found out here about what's going on with, you know, some of the manipulations and deepfake images out there. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's not something that maybe is a typical Tuesday evening conversation, but it's certainly so important, you know, especially with all the talk right now about emerging technologies. There's a lot of fears or a conjecture about what different harms might be, but there's one type of harm that we already know is manifesting itself and is actually predictable at this point, which is uh, image-based sexual abuse, with a broad term that encompasses a lot of things from uh, non-consensual recording or sharing of explicit imagery, but it also includes non-consensual AI or deep fake content. So this is maybe synthetic content. Um, and I think when people think about, you know, we've seen different headlines of deep fake pornography issues. We know, for example, that celebrities have had these falsified images made of them. But more and more, this is happening to average people. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, there was a story of a girl in high school who some boys in her class started creating this content of her and sharing it online. And when that happens, of course, it spreads like wildfire. So I think this is a kind of thing that we often think about is maybe in the future or on the horizon. But unfortunately, this dynamic is here and is really present. Yeah. Uh, for- so this this is unique from this standpoint. Uh, you know, I, I, I've talked about I can't even tell you how many issues I've talked about on the radio. So decades over decades. Right. I've never, ever committed a segment to IBSA, the image-based sexual abuse, because obviously it's been something that's a little new to the forefront. But one of the things that kind of caught my attention in the piece is, um, and I think this is important for people to know, these are not, as you wrote, Haley, sloppy Photoshop of a face onto a body, right? 
the way that it used to happen. These look like they're absolutely real. And, and it's very difficult to distinguish between real and fake in these circumstances, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've actually spoken with executives at some of the top technology companies whose products we use day to day, and they've told us that they can't tell the difference very often between, you know, what is a real image or a fake image. The technology already is that good. And I would also say, you know, that isn't something that you need to go to the dark web to be able to do. There's actually Microsoft's GitHub is a very popular open source website where people can share code to create different tools and online platforms, and it hosts openly source code that's used to create 95% of the sexual deepfakes online right now. So it's unfortunately happening right in front of our eyes on on open sources. So can, can you realistically, I'm a realist, okay, and I understand calls to do something about it. I think we should do as much as possible. But what can you do that would realistically kind of, you know, interfere with the momentum on some of this disgusting content? Yeah, the good news is there there is a lot that we can do that's kind of mass scale prevention. So one thing that we really need is whether it's legislation or private companies just taking it upon themselves to do the right thing, to have a policy that if they cannot objectively verify identity, age and consent of every explicit image, that they don't host that image. Um, and I think it's a very common sense. At this point, you know, we unfortunately know on pornography websites, but as well as social media websites, Twitter and Snapchat and others, where non-consensual material is rampant, even just of, you know, real imagery, let alone this kind of falsified and or synthetic imagery. Well, one of the things that I've always been curious about this, I mean, over the years on the Internet, Haley, like if you go to... Um a company will use St. Louis Connection, Anheuser-Busch, a tobacco company, or now that we have medicinal marijuana and, you know, um, in, in Missouri, it's recreational as well, Illinois. But if you go to cannabis websites, you're asked, you know, are you 18? And you have to answer the question, yes. Well, anyone can answer the question, yes. Even if you have to enter your birthday, you can make up a birthday. There really is not a good, effective, or at least one that they utilize age verification type of process for a lot of these sites, right? Yeah, I think I think that last point they said is not that they utilize. So internationally, this issue of age verification is um, really growing, and identity verification is needed too for explicit materials. But there is actually an age verification providers association that has um, very high standards. That has it's much better than checking a box. You know, I don't know if I want to get too technical, but they have ways of really making sure that. Um, for example, checking government ID, maybe biometric data, you know, but at this point, what I would say is, you know, we see that the harms and risks and damage that's caused by these non-consensual images being shared is so significant. I mean, when I speak with survivors, they should talk about walking down the street and being scared because they don't know whoever they see on the street might have seen these images of them, whether they're real or fake. And that kind of trauma is quite serious. So I think at this point, we need to raise the bar and say, yeah, you do need to take advantage. This technology does exist that can verify identity and age, but it is a step above what they're doing. Just checking a box isn't good enough. Haley McNamara, she's the Vice President of Strategy and Communications at the National Center on Sexual Exploitation. Did you see this Wall Street Journal piece that I referred to that was in um, on Friday about Meta and um, Instagram? Yes. Okay, Mm -hmm. let let me just share this with the audience just a little bit. It says, platforms 
Um, Meta platforms have spent months trying to fix child safety problems on Instagram and Facebook, but is struggling to prevent its own systems from enabling and even promoting a vast network of pedophile accounts. The social media giant set up a child safety task force in June after the Wall Street Journal and researchers at Stanford and the University of Massachusetts Amherst revealed, and I remember this story at the time, I don't know if I really talked about it, that the Instagram algorithms connected a web of accounts devoted to the creation, purchasing, and trading of underage sex content. So their report says five months later, nothing's better. They did the same tests. They still promote the content. The company has taken down some hashtags related to pedophilia, but the systems are still making recommendations. Good Lord, we can put a rover on Mars. We can't do something about that? Yeah. No, I I completely agree with you. And unfortunately, this issue isn't new even you know we've actually so we have an annual campaign called the dirty dozen list where we name 12 mainstream companies that facilitate sexual exploitation and instagram and meta have both been on and off of it you know for years as we've been seeing the same things that the wall street journal um showed and i think what we're seeing right now both with the child abuse issues and then also this image-based sexual abuse is that big tech feels like they're immune to any kind of liability. And so they aren't investing in the safety protocols. And we've actually talked with people on safety teams at some of these big tech companies who say, you know, it's the profit-driven stuff that gets the resources and the safety teams aren't in the driving seat. And they're often considered kind of like a last minute thing that you'll tag on or something that you'll talk about when you get in trouble in the press. So, yeah. Call from mom, answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. How, how let me let me read from one of the lines from the Wall Street Journal piece and just get your reaction because it said the company this is Meta the company said it it also introduced other ways to find and remove accounts that violate its child exploitation policies and has improved technology to identify adult nudity and sexual activity in live videos but when it comes to the child exploitation policies look I don't think there would be any debate over uh, a child whatever the age might be under fifteen that's nude or performing some sexual act but 
let's be honest. You, you see things out there, and I think parents make mistakes when they post some pictures, of younger kids that might not be nude, but they're certainly in poses or in outfits or in dresses that are sexualized. Is there any kind of policy that would even prevent that? Because that's problematic, but it's not nudity. So I guess I raise the question because can you, real, can you really root this stuff out in the end because there's ways to get around it? You understand that question, though, right? Yes, I do. And I think, you know, that there that's where maybe there's a difference between what the law calls for, which is, you know, anything of ex- explicit of a minor under the age of 18 is by law contraband and illegal. But when you're a private company, you can also have a higher standard. And so I think these companies, you know, do need to have a higher standard against the sexualization of children on their platform. Because I would say it's very similar to what the Wall Street Journal found. We've found countless accounts that really just aggregate images of young girls in bathing suits and then openly say, you know, message me for more or more explicit material. And it's a way that they, like you said, get around the policies and then advertise for sharing more um, explicit and illegal content. Yeah, I, I think it's, and look, I'm no prude and I'm all for adults having the freedom to do things, but I, I've even mm. noticed some things out there that are more than problematic and, you know, I don't see it getting better. So Haley, thank, thanks for coming on here. What, what's your group's uh, website in, in case anyone's curious and wants to find out a little bit more? Thank you. Our website is endsexualexploitation.org, but I would, especially on these topics, direct people to dirtydozenlist.com, which is that campaign I mentioned earlier. And Instagram is on the Dirty Dozen list right now. And so is GitHub, which I mentioned is facilitating a lot of the um, synthetic deep fake materials. And what you can do at dirtydozenlist.com is you can take easy actions to contact those companies and sometimes even contact elected officials to ask them to do better. We've had victories in the past, so we do know progress is possible, but it, but thank you for covering this and helping give voice to it. Well, I, I like the piece a lot. I think it's just one of those undercovered stories. Like I said, I, I really, I mentioned at the time when the Wall Street Journal, I, I can't believe that was five months ago, first of all, because I feel like it was just yesterday when they talked about the algorithms. I remember reading that story. So this is a good follow-up. Haley, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, take care. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.